Because I was like I saying mean, support art, and then like the, we come back in with jizz bangers. <laughs> jizz does create people. Without jizz, there would be no people. That. I will not argue that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's truth. Speak of the facts. Yeah, facts, Beth. <laughs> if Sorry. not for your father's jizz, you would not be here. Exactly. Why are yeah. we making it taboo? Uh, jizz is jizz. Yeah. All right, and I feel like that's. Jeff Dyke Michaels making food, and he's making comedy too. Thaddeus J. McKee is co-hosting with the guy I mentioned previously. Sauce Bar Sacks on the one to two, so good he calls them twos and threes. And as always, there's a guest who is sure to please on Heart of Brunch. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me as always, my co-host, Thaddeus J. McKee. F2 Faye McKay. On the ones and twos, the wheels are still the sauce boss of Indianapolis and the last woke dragon. Give it up for Zach Rohn. Hey there. That was a hell of a fade out, Zach. Yeah. yeah. I, I know what you're going to do, and I, wanna, I want everyone to know at home what Zach's going to do. is He's going to go in in post-production, and he's going to fix that. But I want everyone at home to know that live in studio, there was a terrible fade out. Oh. It was, it was garbage. Oh. Or is, I feel like. See, Thad, you don't even seem like you noticed. So it probably wasn't that bad of a fade out. <laughs> no, I noticed. It was pretty bad. <laughs> It was it was pretty bad, and I was like, okay, like he must be off one, off his rocker. I think I think I want to go and re-edit the bad fade out back into it afterwards. This feels like it's gonna be a heavy shame episode. <laughs> We're gonna hear that shame button. Shame, shame, shame. Oh, there we go. Okay, and he, strike two. <laughs> And a very special returning guest, uh, returning champion with us in studio, uh, Beth Francis. Welcome back to the program. Hey. Now, Beth, as uh, have you been on a, a video one yet? Is this your first video podcast? I think so. so Maybe one with Will. Okay. Like, yeah, it's been a while, but yep. so you yeah the after brunch, but uh, yeah, this is the first. So Beth has been um, long time one of our very first guests on the show before you guys even. She was one of the very first. Oh, I would say like. Second or third guest came in when there was no furniture in the house. <laughs> there was just an empty studio, and I believe we ate um, nachos. No. Yeah, or guacamole with uh, pomegranate seeds in it. Yes, it yes. Was really good. That was it? <laughs> there wasn't no. five courses? <laughs> no, you know, you only got like one chip like back a, then. <laughs> some kind of chimichurri, chimichanga burrito Yeah, well, it was, it was Thanksgiving themed, so yeah. you know, that makes sense. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was also an episode where I think Cody just barked the entire way through. Yes. It was just like I don't know if I could do a podcast or not because this dog's just gonna bark. Because Cody used to bark like the whole time. Oh yeah, Cody used to be loud. Yeah. And before the podcast started, he didn't even bark. No. He he waited until we started and then was like, "Yep, this is a great time." Yeah. I think it's important to say too. It was like you've gone through three different houses. Yeah. With Harder Brunch, you've you've watched us grow or. Move, so like, <laughs> grow, or, or move. go not, backwards. Yeah. Not in the same, but yeah. But yeah, like you, you came into Dyke's house probably because this was before me. Probably zero furniture, correct? That's there was some. It it seemed more of like a squatter's house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's squatter yeah. vibes. I think it, we uh, spoke on an iPhone. Like a, I think there may have been a mic. No, it was just an iPhone. Yeah. When, you, when you first came on. 
Yeah. Wow. And the, and you said to yourself, this is going to have a full studio <laughs> and live productions in about three years. Is I, that think, what you I said? mean, she knew me well enough to know what I mean, you weren't surprised when you came over. You saw that you were like, this makes sense. <laughs> just just for the record, I feel like every time this gets brought up, I have to I have to clarify. I had a roommate that moved out and he took all of his stuff with him. So it was like I wasn't just like squatting in an empty house, but then <laughs> sure. I was squatting in an empty house. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was cool it was so like he was an artist so everything was like really de- remember he had like the like the cool like uh biggie poster that he made was like oh, airbrush and everything he had it was like not only was there stuff in there but there was a bunch of really cool stuff because he was like an artist and then when he moved out it, yeah it just looked real dextery like a divorced dad it, yeah <laughs> gets his own place he's yeah. like i got a couch mm-hmm I have a chair next to the TV. Yes. And a fridge. Cool. And what, one set of, uh, I think, everything. Like one yeah. set. There was like off work. Uh, we had to take turns with the fork. I remember that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, that, didn't, that only changed recently. Hey, yeah. let's yeah. not, let's not hey. dredge up any painful memories. Uh, <laughs> Shame. Come on, uh, Zach. <laughs> Uh, before we get started, uh, so this is a little bit different because Beth has been on a million times, so uh, we, we we know her. She's part of the part of the Harder Brunch family. We don't need to do a, a full interview with her, but right. um, she's she just came, uh, hung out at our pop up today, so she's just gonna shoot the breeze with us. She, you're also like a long time service industry professional. You oh, are yeah, at least ten in plus the game. Years. Currently yeah. a bartender. Yep, uh, I work weddings. Um, it's a interesting gig, very great money. Interesting. It's kind of like Groundhog Day, you know. Yeah. It's the same wedding almost, just over and over again. Yeah, a little bit different every time. And I'm starting to notice that, like, m- so many songs that they play at the reception are like bad wedding songs, like super inappropriate. Yeah, about yeah, yeah, cheating yeah. and like <laughs> fucking around yeah, and like. Yeah. It's just very uncomfortable. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I lo- I love when at a wedding they play because like every year, every couple of years, there's new like men ain't shit anthem. Yeah, which like usually at the club or whatever gets excited, but it's funny at a wedding of all places where it's just like, and these two are betrothed together in love and unity forever, and then like ten minutes later, it's like. Yo, man, ain't shit. Oh, let's get on the dance floor. Yo, man, ain't shit. Yeah, Lizzo was playing, and they're just like, yeah. man, <laughs> you're shit. And I'm just like, man, this is going to be a happy marriage. And, oh. the, and the bride is just getting down, and she's like, fuck you and your friends. Uh, <laughs> also, the I think the top cringe is sometimes the father-daughter dance song selections. Those, oh, those come get, on. Those can get a little weird. Tell, tell us a song. I mean, I can't think of like so. Some every once in a while, I can't remember a specific song, but there's definitely been ones that are just inappropriate. Like it's like a love song to like a lover, you know. And it's just like, why are you dancing with your dad to this song? Like, this is, who dropped the ball on picking this one out? And then the other side of the spectrum is like where you can tell that somebody like wrote the song for this. Like there was a song I don't know what it's called, but it's a country song. And it's just like. I loved her before you did. <laughs> it's like this creepy, like, I'm giving my little girl away yeah. to another man, and, like, I hope you better treat her right, or I got a shotgun. Yeah. I mean, but remember Butterfly Kisses? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember the lyrics exactly, but how'd that go? That that was, like, the wedding song, the peak wedding song of the 90s for daddy-daughter dances. Like, like someone was like, I want to write the best daddy-daughter dance song. Yeah. 
and um, it's a lane. It's a lane to be in. It's a lane. Yeah. Like, like if you're you a, if you're a singer songwriter, be like, mm, I gotta nail this. Yeah. Like what is gonna be the banger that mm-hmm. gets played at weddings for you? Because if you get locked in that zone, I mean, there's songs that Can we hear shuffle? every. Yeah, you're always gonna hear Mambo Number no. Five is never gonna die. Man. That's that the first is, one to be played usually. That Mambo number five is in the wedding like hall of fame. Like it's always gonna. Pl- I mean, there's certain. I mean, to Michael- the window to the wall that plays. <laughs> there were, they that played sweat it dropping. twice on <laughs> Friday. Twice, like in the beginning. Ah, there's please. like, yeah, they were like really getting into it, and like Grandma's like, yeah, skied everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's raunchy. Beth, yeah. Beth definitely brought it to my t- like, and I kind of knew this like, but like she was like, we were talking about. This, songs of that genre and i was like there was a time in the 2000s where it was definitely like a heavy ejaculatory bass club bangers you know what? it was a, yes. it was a lot of like skeet on the walls a lot was well, super soaked that hoe yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Was, oh my gosh used yeah. in my pants yeah there, yeah. there's like, a lot of that happy there <laughs> yeah and i think we celebrated that yeah, that's and, funny. And then afterwards, Me Too came around. Yeah, so right. it was like, hey, yeah. to yourself, where, where are, you, are you saying Me Too stopped the jizz songs? I think so. I have not heard many jizz songs since the Me Too movement. So that's that's hilarious. Find one song for me. I feel like those songs back in the '90s or, or early 2000s taught us. Like <laughs> uh, just uh, poorly poured his beer. Over the cup onto the <laughs> table, which none was of it went in the glass. Yeah, there's no way. I... It looked like a bird fountain or something. <laughs> it looked like I was like, "What?" Oh, it wasn't even the right side of the kid. Dyke okay. is drinking this fantastic high noon. I don't want to plug them because this is a terrible design. What I was just trying to say about we're t- I think we we're talking about just songs. Yeah, yeah. Go, ahead, go ahead. I think I think the 2000 early era of uh, hip hop like just taught everybody how to me too people like there were me too song guides and like you know throw up against the wall and slap it and like you know like it was a lot of stuff like that not yeah. a lot of songs about consent is what you're saying zero <laughs> what's funny to me is that like, like somebody brought it up about like we're like they were talking about like the misogyny and like hip-hop songs and stuff and it was always like oh well they they call you know they call women bitches and hoes but then you see women at weddings, and they're always the first one to run out on the dance floor doing these songs, and it's like, oh, they're not talking about me. They're talking about some other bitches in the house, and I, I think that's where the line is. Oh, you think, like, when they're twerking, they're like, they're not talking about me shaking my ass, <laughs> but you know, I'm making fun of them. Like, you're saying they're sarcastically twerking on the dance floor? I think anything that you liked when you were, like, in high school and college just gets your grandfathered in. It doesn't matter what the, the content of it yeah. is. I mean, they still play R. Kelly songs yeah. at, at weddings, you know? I, so there was, like, the grooms getting ready, and they're playing their pump-up music, getting excited, and they played Ludicrous Move, bitch. Yeah. And it just seemed weird, like, right before the ceremony, and he's like, move, bitch, get out the way. Yeah. Like, it's all about him. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, it, it was bumping. I thought I, see, I always thought "Move Bitch" was more of a road rage song. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was it is. more a driving bass. I always yeah. speed to that song. I'm like, why am I going sixty to thirty five? So aggressive. It doesn't feel like a wedding song. It doesn't feel very craziest wedding song I've heard. Yes, is uh, it wasn't me. 
Oh yeah, Shaggy. <laughs> that's super inappropriate. <laughs> Songs about but cheating. I'm around yeah. the counter. What's the beat? Like, what are we talking about? This is yeah. setting up for failure. <laughs> if you if if you're not into getting cheated on, yeah. Uh, I have a friend who worked at a hotel and he ironed Shaggy's uh, suit for him. That was his claim to fame. <laughs> How often did he bring that story up? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know I uh, ironed Shaggy's suit. You you know Shaggy. Would I? <laughs> so like me and all my friends up there for a while. Like you, so like we'd always like work and like so like I had a group of friends and we all worked in hotels for a while. And then I had a group of friends and we all worked like in pizza places. And then I had a group of friends and we all worked in strip clubs for a while. Like it was like kind of jumping around. And when we worked in hotels, everyone had these like quasi celebrity stories or like the people that actually met celebrities, but like. I love the fact that all of my celebrity stories were like the absolute D list. Like it was either D list celebrities or the farthest away from an actual celebrity. So I had a list of people that I cook for like in the hotel. And it was always like, remember this guy from this thing? Like it was like, like two thirds of the band grand funk railroad. <laughs> or it was like, <laughs> like I cooked a shrimp scampi for Don Marsh, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> But you almost have the cream of the top. You almost cooked for Kanye West. I, oh. cooked, I cooked for Don Marsh, though. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Savesies. But I also did Meg Ryan's 50th birthday. Oh. So that was a pretty cool one. Wow. Zach. Wow. wow. I didn't know we were name dropping over here. I thought that was the whole game. <laughs> no. It was the opposite. Really you were supposed to, actually. like, oh, when gotcha. you came close to fame. Yeah. Gotcha. And then during Super Bowl, I cooked for Flea. Oh, from the Red Hot. Very nice. Shit. I sent a Coke, a cola up to Gene Simmons, and I don't believe he drank it. (laughs) I went to high school with Shaggy's cousin's (laughs) friend. Yeah. Yeah. One of Shaggy's cousin's friend. Did he get his suit ironed by somebody? Uh, I I touched the suit. I didn't. I just went up and touched them. I Uh, waited on John Levitz once at the comedy club. No way. He wouldn't look me in the eye. Did he Why? have his little dog with him? Yeah, and it shit in the green room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he also so never took the dog out. He was there for like 10 hours, never took it outside. So, yeah, it shit and piss in the green room. Oh. Did he clean it up? No. Fuck no, it's John Lovitz. Uh, <laughs> uh, can someone get this? <laughs> He's just the same in real life as he is in the movies. The, Love the dog it. shit yeah. in the green room, and like Beth is in there having to scrub it. And he goes, She's losing her mind. And I'm reaping <laughs> all the benefits. <laughs> uh, that was a terrible impression. <laughs> yeah. we, all love, we all love little Nikki, don't we? <laughs> we? We could have a Love It's off. Who, who could do the best Love It's? I, I automatically lose. Zach, it's your turn to try Love It's impromptu. Oh, no. I'm, I, I can't That's good. That. that was good. Was that one good? Uh, if you're just tuning in for the first time, uh, this is a little different than a normal Heart of Brunch because we, we just did a pop-up today. Yeah. We just did a pop-up at Gomez uh, Barbecue. We did a takeover. And I got to say, out of all the events we've done this summer, uh, this was one of them. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. no I'm, uh, <laughs> it was an event. <laughs> No, it was it was very fun. I really love the fact that because I, I I have to be honest with myself. I'm the kind of person like if we have 20 people, I want 40 people. If we have 40 people, I want 80 people. Like I I always want more and more. But when I looked around and saw the people that come that came, <laughs> gross. <laughs> when, I, when I looked around and saw everybody that was there today, I was 
very happy and very excited about the. I was like, oh, these, this is Brunch Nation right here. These are the people. These are the faces of the people that support us, that come out and like just like to have a good time. And you can take almost any mix of people that come to our events, and they're just fun. The, the best. Yeah, yeah, they're fun people that want to come out and have a good time. Like, there was a lot of laughing. Yeah. A lot of laughs. The lady I worked with was just like, because, you know, it's a pop-up, and she was just like, this was so much fun. She goes, your friends, everyone that came out was so good. Like, they were they were nice. They had fun. They were good yeah. tippers. Like, it made her day just to, like, wait on everybody. And so I was just like, there is something to be said from that. Like, we've, we've, we, we, we have a great fan base. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for everybody that came out. Um, and tipped really well. Uh, one of the things I've been saying, I'm just going to pull the sticker up real quick. Um, if you put this in your business and people see the sticker, they, they tip more. That's what we <laughs> want to be known for. Hey, if, if you're part of a harder brunch nation, you're a good tipper. All right. Yeah. If, if you're not, you're probably a bad tipper. Also, like if you put this on the back of your car, you can drive drunk legally. You can just legally you know, can you drive can, drunk. You can drive on the sidewalk. You can, mm-hmm. you can hey. do whatever you want. Like nobody can pull you over if you mm-hmm. have one of these. On the back of your car. And you think he's lying. <laughs> People would think that. <laughs> but he's not. Um, bingo, buy you brunch is what we did. Um, and I got to say, I could eat New Orleans food just any time of the oh, year. Oh, that etouffee was perfect. I can make... Thank you. I can flatterly get you everywhere. Um, I I think I could do New Orleans food. Like the, We used to joke that we would do it like once a month almost. And it's been a minute. It hasn't been once a month, but I mean, I guess our last event was a seafood boil. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. I will, you know, like I think Zach and I were talking about uh, fantasy restaurants earlier today. Like if like, and I was just like, my fantasy restaurant is just New Orleans food. Mm -hmm. Definitely slot based. Yeah. No, you just said slot based. You didn't say New Orleans food. (laughs) You said slop and plop. Most New Orleans food is slot based. I feel like okay, it's. A, I mean, what isn't you know? Like name three New Orleans foods that aren't slot based. <laughs> it's all slop, uh, but in the best way possible. I don't think slop is a derogatory term. When people used, people used to call me slop in high school, <laughs> and I, I didn't and, realize because they liked you. I didn't know it was like a New Orleans like <laughs> real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you win like uh, poker uh, uh, pool, right? When, when you have a slop shot, that was a good thing, right? <laughs> what is, what's the term sloppy seconds? Yeah, that's that's also a good thing. It means you... Everything's warmed up and ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's been practice. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, I think your mascot for this would be like the slop, the slop king. The slop hey, king. the slop king's here. Slop king. Uh, no, man, it was, it was really fun. And, uh, shout out to, uh, shout out to everyone that came. Shout out to Duncan, uh, Kissinger. Yeah. So good. It was so hard to explain to people how good this guy is at calling bingo. It's such a weird skill set to have. And I've literally wanted him to do this for like three years. Like the last time I think I saw him do it was like in 2019 before the pandemic. And I was like, man, this guy's really good at bingo. Like, I want this guy to, like, do an event with me and I like at some time in the future. And so I've been planning this before even Harder Brunch. I was like, I want this guy to do bingo. The original time I saw him was, like, when Harder Brunch was a social, a social club. And we went to State Street, and he was calling bingo at a brunch event. Mm. And I was just like, this guy's great. Yeah. Like, I've never heard somebody, like... 
He has like a pun for every like every single number called. Yeah. He had like a little pun. Well, they're not cheap puns either. Like they're like like they actually make you laugh. I was yeah. laughing the whole time. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he's good. He told me um, he couldn't sleep the night before. He was like this excited. Oh, wow. to do the harder brunch bingo, and I was like, man, like that. I like that energy. I like people to be able to sleep. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But like when you I like lose when sleep. our events ruin people's nights. Yes, <laughs> that's a good thing. It, it it was definitely a thing of those like it's it's hard to explain that to people. Like I would tell some people, man, this guy's really good at calling the bingo numbers. They're like, what? <laughs> what he says it. What do you mean he's good at calling bingo numbers? They're like, no, man, it's fun. It's it's a time. So, um, man, I really I, <laughs> can we can we notice what's going on with Zach over here? <laughs> what, what's new? Did you yeah. unplug something? I feel like he heard last week's episode uh, of me unplugging stuff, and he's like, "Oh, I can take it easy." He's like, "My batting average is pretty high." He just got married. I thought I thought Zach just quit in the middle of the episode. I thought he did. Like, well, yeah, bye. We're just gonna talk about this goddamn event all day. I'm just gonna tuck myself in a corner. You have a work ethic of a pre like a man that just got married last week. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big congratulations to the Sauce Boss Sacron. On all his nuptials. Congratulations. Yeah. What exactly? Does anyone know what nuptials actually means? I know it means you got married, but like, what does the word come from? Well. You bring your nubs together. <laughs> two nubs yep. become a shoal. Well, I can't. Nup. It's, it's, it's with a P, right? Mm-hmm. Ah. All right. Sorry. No nubs. I couldn't let that. I should have let that go. Um, like So like a prenup, right? That's before the nup. Before That's the nup. Before the nup. <laughs> yeah. So you nupped up. Yeah. How does it feel to be nupped? How does it feel to be nupped? It feels pretty great. Pretty great. Yeah. You cooked for your own nup nup day. Yep. I I, I cooked the food for the nups. You, that was crazy. Nups for the masses. <laughs> no, but honestly, like he had a wedding, and then all of a sudden, like I'm there and I'm watching him. We go to the reception, and then Zach's running all around, and I'm like, wait, what's going on? And, like, he cooked all of his wedding food. Yeah, against my better... Like, I definitely was like, don't do that. That's crazy. Because you offered, like, I could do this. And he's like, I'll do it myself. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) No, Dyke said he was going to help me. And then he just watched. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, we can get this done in half the time. Or the full amount of time. (laughs) No, um, everything was amazing. Also, I did notice... When I was sitting, that some of the uh, flowers that were on the table, I was like, "That's meat cake skill right there." You learned that from meat caking. Well, I I did feel like I had to at least make as good of a cake for the wedding. <laughs> That's hilarious. As I did for the because I would <laughs> I definitely practice the meat cake more. Yeah, but what I can say was that it was practice for the wedding cake because mm. there was you know. It's thematically you, similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sharpened your yeah. sharpened your skills. I hope your wife doesn't watch this. She won't. <laughs> <laughs> never does, never will. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was a fan of the butterflowers too. They were like flowers about this big. You ate seven of them. I ate seven of them. <laughs> I was like, That's yeah, those lot. weren't edible. <laughs> oh, they weren't. No, they weren't. That wasn't butter. <laughs> that wasn't. Butter. Like, I can't believe this isn't it's flowers. Crisco. Oh, Crisco. <laughs> Crisco flowers. Crisco flowers. <laughs> just straight fat. 
Uh, no, it was it was really good. It was uh, at Garfield <laughs> Park in the uh, the sunken the sunken place. What well, was the sunken gardens? Yeah, I think the location was everything. Like it was so easy to make that place look good. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Because it already did. There was um, man, Beth. So we were taking uh, pictures. We were taking uh, group photos. And this kid comes tearing through. It's not part of our party. Oh, it's yeah. just a, you know, it's an open park. And, you know, me being a comedian, it's like, like everyone's like, ah, I let the kid run through. And I'm just like, man, I, I got a zinger in the chamber. I really want to, like, just, like, like, like jokingly yell at this kid, you know, like not be an asshole, but just kind of like, hey, kid, what are you doing? The non-asshole way to yell at a kid? Yeah. I don't oh, think I've favorite. witnessed that. <laughs> well, you know where it's like you're, you're. Hey, you, you Disney adults, <laughs> get over here. Um, I was so close to saying something, and then I realized that it was definitely a special needs child that had run away from the rest of rest of its family, and I was like, eh? and like they were just catch something on the way out. I was like, and then I saw my whole life go down if I had yelled at the special needs yeah. kid, like, get out of my picture. There seemed to be a lot of strolling <laughs> handicap. Ex- People, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I, I'm I'm handicapped myself. Yeah. There's I, a lot of people. Here's the thing. Wait, wait. I feel like I'm getting in trouble. I'm gonna back this up. Yep. People. No, there's, there's, there's a, like you didn't even have to jump in and do this. Like Dyke was already taking the heat, and you just volunteered yourself. Dyke was worried about, worried about looking like a bad person. Yeah. Yeah. Took, yeah. took that over. He was like, Dad took off his this. coat and laid it over a mud puddle for me. He was like, this is walk right on through. No. Like, like, the tone changes. I don't even know what this guy's talking about. I don't even think they're people. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to our, our friends that have problems. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> this is this is scary. Um, no, we got an afterburns talk going on. Yeah, I would be scared too. Oh gosh, I forgot how many people will watch this. Here, listen. There was a guy that was blind yeah. that like walked in front of the pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, there was a lot of people that kept walking through the pictures, and like everybody was like wanted to say something, and like he was blind, like he didn't know. I'm not making fun of blind people here. I know. I think. Well, and then like later on. At the reception, that's when we came up with the concept of the wedding goof. Yes. Because because Thad almost knocked over like a bunch of shit. I was like, don't be the wedding goof. There's one at every wedding. <laughs> like, you don't want to be that guy. Just fall on the, the cake. <laughs> oh! oh, that's been my nightmare. <laughs> it was the blind guy that pushed me over. It wasn't me. There's always a cake. There's always like, like they do the cake and then they take like the top part or part of the cake and they put it in this fridge at work. And it, like, and then we always have to put our stuff in the fridge too. And like, there's always a time where I'm like, "What what day is it going to be where I just like spill like fucking cherry jubilee or something all over like the top yeah. of somebody's wedding cake and ruin their entire day?" I'm afraid every week that I'm going to do that. Um, and then we ended up we ended up with some random people from Zach's wedding. That was the, the my, my favorite part. I mean, at Dorman. Well, or just yeah. okay, okay. It's like, oh yeah, going, wedding crashers. Going no, going from the wedding to, so like literally we were leaving and I, there was just like this random person that was like 
walking out, and I was like, hey, you going to Dorman Street? Just kind of, like, being friendly, and they were like, I got left by everyone that I came with. Ooh, they're like, is that, is that is that the, <laughs> is that the, is that where the party's going? Is that where the party's going down? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. And then I just turned around and, like, and then all of a sudden that person's riding with Thad. <laughs> Yeah. To the second location. <laughs> Yay! Stranger in your car. Stranger in your car. They got dumped by all their friends. <laughs> yep. Um, this person, I would describe them as someone that had too much to drink. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how I would describe them. Friends left them. <laughs> yeah. And and then she was like, "Hey, are you going to Dorman Street?" And I was like, "Yeah, like I'm following like my other friends there." She's like, "Do you mind if I could get a ride?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't want her to drive." Mm. So I was like, yeah, come on in. And then another friend jumped in the car as well. And then I drove. That's the story. Yeah. That sounds like there's a lie there. Like, no, that's the story. <laughs> no, well, have, story. You, have you heard back from this friend? <laughs> the best part was when I got to the bar, I, you know, helped make sure that everything got cleaned up and then dropped everything off, went to Dorman Street. And then this person tells me that Thad and, and, and Dyke just dropped her off and went home. <laughs> So she's like, I don't know where your friends went. They dropped me off and went home. And I was like, well, okay. But what were we supposed to do? They were sitting outside. Yeah, we were on the patio. And so I didn't see oh. them until I smoked a cigarette like 30, 40 minutes later. Yeah, and she had never made it out on the patio. She just thought she no. was left. Oh, No, she found the other group. Okay. You know, I mean, we did ditch her inside of the bar, which is true. Like, as soon as we got there, it's like, I, I'm going to So maybe be she a, was telling the truth. That's what they told her. I'm going to be yeah. out here. We're going home. <laughs> There's a certain type of people when they drink too much, they just over talk you and tell their own stories. Oh, yeah. And like, and it isn't comfortable. Like, Are I you describing this podcast? Yes. <laughs> it's called Harder Brunch People. There was a wedding guest last night, and I watched her. She uh, got obliterated by like 6 p.m. and was grabbing men by the hand and leading them to the men's restroom. And nobody followed her in there. No one knows what happened. And then she tried it a few times. And, like, we can watch this. Like, the bathrooms are visible from the bar. And after a while, she just sat at the table right outside of the bathroom. Oh. And then was like, she wasn't even talking. She wasn't verbal at this point. We weren't giving her alcohol, but she was, like, beyond help. I'm. She was one of the friends that was left by her other friends. Mm. They were like, we're not. What do you think she was today. trying to do in the bathroom? Yeah. Definitely hook up, hundred <laughs> percent. I know those eyes. She was she was trying to find. But something. was it just like like what? Like, like, it wouldn't been good. Was I'm it, sure she would have. Was yeah. it like caveman? Like, yes. like there is a kind of thing of just like oh, come on, yes, come on, let's go in there. Was it that? that yeah, kind because of thing? most of the time she would grab the men by the hands, but wouldn't say anything. She would just like mm. grunt. Yeah, this is implied grunt. Yeah, implied this grunts. Is like daylight. So I'm like, you're up. You're a hot mess of a person. Oh, uh, the yeah. sun's still out. Yeah, that's never good. Yeah, that's never good. The daywalkers. Uh, let's take a quick break, and um, and when we come back, we're gonna cancel Zach. So stick around; that'll be fun. Hi, and welcome back to the Hard Brunch Podcast, man. We are really talking about jizz bangers here on the, uh, the Heart of Brunch podcast. Oh, they didn't today. need to know that. <laughs> well, that's the We're title at- now. 
<laughs> jizz bangers. I'm so happy to be on this episode. This is you, well, then you brought <laughs> this. You brought this content to yeah. to the episode. I'm a goblin of a human. <laughs> this feels weird. Like I feel like this is weird because like I I just spoke at a Creative Mornings conference. You did, and like it was like professional. It was really nice. Yeah. Uh, there, there might be some new people like tuning in. Like, yeah, we, we want to see what this podcast is all about. Because I was like I saying, mean, support art, and then like the, we come back in with jizz bangers. <laughs> jizz does create people. <laughs> Without jizz, there would I'm be no people. That. I will not argue that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's truth. Speak of the facts. Yeah, facts, Beth. <laughs> Sorry. If not for your father's <laughs> jizz, you would not be here. Exactly. Why no. are we making it taboo? Uh, jizz is jizz. Yeah. All right, and I feel like that's what gets me fired for my job. <laughs> like, like, here we're just gonna play this clip, like, of you saying it. Jizz is jizz. Okay, quit being gross about it. That's how you got here. All of us have jizz on us. Yes. <laughs> Honest and in us, we're made out of jizz. We're jizz people. Amen. <laughs> this is hard. Br- this is after brunch talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, people usually have to pay. <laughs> To hear us say You're behind the jizz wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The jizz Like, the more you say jizz, the funnier it gets. It's yeah. not as... Yeah. No, um, I, I feel like we're all slap happy from the podcast, or from the from the pop-up. Um, and you know what? There went. <laughs> there was a segue. Are you got to work jizz in one more time? <laughs> With pop-ups come jizz. There it is. Um, Done. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Uh, welcome back to the Heart of Brunch podcast. <laughs> I never looked over and seen Zach like just like I don't want to be a part of this. I'm a married man. It's the well, lowest form of comedy. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I feel like we got away with a lot of stuff when we were audio only because yeah. you couldn't see us. And I feel like now that uh, like we're video recording everything, it's we're really committing to these bits. Yeah. We're really committing to. Right. I do want to this nasty talk. I told McDonald's I'd do this I, like after this talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey guys, McDonald's, uh, where there's donations going out, and I'm raising money for um, the kids. <laughs> and uh, don't pay attention to what we just said in the first part, but I had to do a McDonald's sponsorship. You were really, really doing a sponsorship thing there after the jizz talk. <laughs> well, I I believe in helping kids, <laughs> and 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 McDonald's Foundation has been great. Empty your pockets, empty your balls, all cool. The Ronald McDonald Foundation, all in the little <laughs> slot that's in the drive-through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Jeez. Imagine somebody just throws trash in there. I'm sure they do. Yeah. I used to. That's how they got. It was like, hey, do you want to do something else for us? I worked <laughs> a wedding and they had, um, they didn't want us to have tip jars out. Fuck that. But they wanted us to have buckets for Riley Children's Hospital because mm. that looked nice. And then they didn't donate the money. What? They what? didn't. Or the flowers. They were supposed to donate all the flowers to the Riley Kids Foundation. It I mean, was if like they a big really part. want it, they could come get it. They throw it all away. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I... Fuck their when marriage. You, that's basically... <laughs> you just described the Red Cross and one hand Oh, yeah, it. yeah, the Red Cross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most... Are you saying, like, most, like, uh, places like the Red Cross are really... No, I'm talking specifically about uh, the shitty Red Cross. Oh. Speak on it. I don't know. I've never really dealt with the Red Cross. Oh, they, they throw away a lot of donations. They, like, they set up things and, like, take their photos and everything and then... They don't want to transport it, so they just trash it and throw a lot of their donations away. Zach, can you look up Red Cross facts? 
I don't think we need to spend too much time on this. <laughs> I, again, I feel like you brought it up. So. I feel like both of you have brought stuff up and you're like, all right. Jizz is this guy. You started talking about jizz. You started talking about the Red Cross. It coincides. Specifically being uh, not a good charity in, in that way. I don't know. I, they might have gotten better. I don't care about them anymore. I, I used to. So I used to work. Well, I guess in- it's blood that they're throwing away. After selling some of the surplus blood to hospitals, Red Cross began to destroy, destroy thousands of pints that outlasted their shelf life. Man. I mean, it's expired blood. Yeah. Thousands of pints isn't that much, though, when you consider how many people donate blood. I mean, I didn't say like, thousands of pints, though. I think you can yeah. only donate like up maybe to that's a on pint a day. once. Like, I can't d- donate a that's pint. That's thousands of people worth of. Yeah. That could be given to like a hungry vampire. So I felt yeah. like shit for <laughs> half of a day so that they could throw my blood away. How cool, long is cool. how long is blood good for? Like how long like expired blood? How long does like blood go? When's, when's the, the used by date on blood? You don't have these facts top of mind, Zach? <laughs> so we were talking about New Orleans. Have okay. you guys heard about vampires? How long does blood last in the fridge? Yeah. They say 42 like days. There's a big vampire following in New Orleans. Okay. Like before like True Blood or anything like that came out, like I had yeah. heard about people going to It's New a Orleans. very supernatural town. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's ever really talked about. Have you been to New Orleans? No, I haven't. I've been to Louisiana a few times. Ooh, yeah, I've been I, to Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah, I don't, I, That's not the place that you go. There's something you go gross there. about you. Like, never been to New Orleans. I've been to Louisiana a bunch, though. Several times, yeah. <laughs> All the <laughs> gross parts. Yeah. Have you ever been on a uh, like a fan boat tour? Yeah, I've uh, been in Florida. Yeah. Have you seen the gators like come up to the boat? Yeah. yeah, you, yeah. Look, you look like you've been in a swamp before. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of like the earliest photos that i have of me i'm like two three years old and i'm holding like a giant python and i'm just like really happy to be holding this thing and then two yeah it's huge it's a great photo are you holding a python at two or is a python wrapped around you i'm like hugging the tail of it but then after the photo was taken i literally i remember this i will forever remember this it started curling around the base of my feet and legs and i was like we have to go Fuck this. But it's still a great photo. Yeah. But then a lot of people bring their kids to like hold these snakes and alligators that would easily kill them. But that's Florida. <laughs> I think it was more of like a not fun for the kids or like maybe they'll, maybe they'll just like die. Was your, was we not kids anymore. Either one of your parents from Florida? Yeah. Yeah, is my it? mom is from Florida. Oh, okay. that makes <laughs> so much sense. It's bad. Beth has just been completed. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, my mom There's and my grandma are both from Florida. Florida man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things make sense now. Yeah. I've seen a lot of inside stuff of Florida, and it's, <laughs> it's really seedy. Yeah. Um, no, I... Uh, <laughs> One of the things I know, and I love New Orleans. Like I, I will never shut New Orleans. Is probably my literal favorite city. I've been down there like three or four times. Anytime, anybody, if you want to go down to New Orleans, I will go because I love the city. I, I have a map of like all the dope places to like eat and drink and stuff. Oh yeah, but it is kind of supernatural. There's like obviously a heavy like kind of like voodoo spooky element to it. Um, there's like, uh, you know, lots of haunted tours and stuff. There's the above ground crypts. There's all that kind of stuff. But the above ground crypts. Yeah. Is that uh, like, like a gang? Yeah. The below ground bloods and the above ground crypts. (laughs) (laughs) They hate each other. (laughs) Um, There's also like, uh, 
But there is a, also like, I don't know how to describe it, but there's like kind of like this like quaint country like racism that's kind of like baked into like 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 you'll go into like uh, a gift store and there's like like mammy dolls and stuff like the like but it's just like kind of like yeah we're still doing it around here like like no one's upset about it like even the black people down there aren't upset about it it's just kind of like oh yeah it's new orleans like i'm really going somewhere and like there's all these black people wearing white tuxedos and it wasn't like anyone like forced them to wear white tuxedos and it was weird or anything but it was weird it was just like like a traditional tuxedo or like that linen like kind of like a thin because I feel like the thin ones are appropriate but if you have like it was just like a bunch of really dark black men wearing white tuxedos and it was like in a plantation it wasn't a plantation but it it had plantation vibes and it was just like I, I feel like everyone's here consensually but it also just seems like I think there is a disconnect like coming from the north and going down like into Louisiana we're just like man this just seems different like a lot of things just seem a little is that a, a little bit different no one seems to be upset about it though right yeah. like like the locals nobody seems to be upset about it you know it'd be like the one that's like excuse me like why why are there so many mammy dolls in this gas station you know like is that a thing consensual racism yeah. <laughs> consensual cool. racism is that a thing, Zach? I think there's a certain thing. Yeah, Zach, would you speak on that, please? I mean, I'm sure it is. I, like family reunions, like you hate these people because they're racist, but you're like, I just got to mm, get through this dinner. Yeah. I feel like we've dipped our toes in it <laughs> here and there. <laughs> the, the puppets. The puppets. The game. We Well, we consented. To, okay, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That might be a thing. Because, like, sex and racism sells. mm I think forever. Okay. And so I think when you have people consenting in it, that's what drives the force of, of, of money for it to come. I don't. What's your. <laughs> I, if you're going to ask what my point was. <laughs> no, no, not at wrong. all. Not at all. Let's, what's your favorite racism sells commercial? Can drives the force of money be the name of the episode? <laughs> My favorite racist <laughs> commercial? Yes. Um, probably the Pepsi one when they went hard on the Italians. Well, I wasn't aware of that one. Remember, like, the bop, 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 bop. Like, like, I wanted a Pepsi. And she does, like, this whole thing about the Italian mob. No. It's like this little girl, and then she drinks the Pepsi. Oh, and yeah. And then yeah, she yeah. turns back into a girl. <laughs> and she's like, thank you. <clears throat> yeah, you're saying that was racist <laughs> against Italians? Kind of. Yeah, it kind of perpetuated this idea of violence. But the racism made mm. you thirsty and made you want to buy a Coke in that exactly. or a Pepsi in Is that instance. Okay. Exactly. Um, no, you can still be racist against Italians. It's fine. They're, <laughs> they're the last ones. They're the last. They're the ones. last. They're, they're the last ones. They're the last ones. Now, what's going to happen is there will be a. Reckoning, <laughs> there will be a reckoning one day where you're like, "Hey, pasta fazool!" Be like, "Whoa, whoa, we don't do that anymore." What are you doing? There? We're Italian X now. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? Like, yeah, because we'll all get canceled. Like, I think we have a good ten years of doing Italian face, Italian voice. <laughs> it's called then- P- it's called pizza face. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, do you have anything to say about yeah. that? So when I was younger, uh, my mom hid a lot of things from me. Uh, I was adopted by my stepdad. 
and she told me that I was Native American. Oh, no. And then when I was like 11, she goes, I, I need to sit you down. I need to talk to you about things. And she's like, you're actually Mexican. And she said it like in a way like it was bad. Mm. And like it was better that I was just believing that I was Native American. That's why I would look so much different from my siblings. And I didn't realize that she was calling me things that were kind of racist in Spanish. Mm. My white mother knew Spanish and would speak to my white stepdad. And they never taught me Spanish so that they could have their own way of talking about the kids and we wouldn't figure it out. So they used my own native language against me and never taught me it so that Time they out. could talk shit so about So your me. white stepdad learned oh, he knew, Spanish yeah. just to talk shit about you? Yeah, and the other kids, yeah. <coughs> I'm impressed. Wait, yeah. how, and how, then, what <coughs> percentage Mex- Mexican are you? Half, yeah. Well, oh. like a quarter, like my dad, he's Hispanic, he's Spanish and Mexican. What? Okay. Yeah, so, and he's more of like an anomaly. He's a twin. His brother is like a little taller than I am, a lot darker, stocky. And then my dad is just like six foot three, mm. so pale, like paler than I. But he has really dark features, dark eyes, dark hair. Um, anyways, so... I came to my mom and was like, hey, stop calling me racist slurs in Spanish. It's it's pretty it's pretty shitty. And then also, like, my siblings would catch on. So she goes, well, here's something to use for your siblings, which were Italian. So then she taught me racist slurs to call them in. But isn't that just inclusive at that point? Well, well, if everybody's it, yeah, using them. I mean, well, if everybody's racist, then we're cool. What, uh, what were they calling you? Uh, uh, Friolita? Little Bean? Beaner, oh yeah. I mean, it, and Tico Taco. L- little Bean kind of sounded cute. It sounded cute at first. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then also Tico Taco. Also I'm sounds like, kind of cute. All yeah, racist I mean, names yeah. sound kind of cute. Yeah. That's how you yeah. get away. Yeah. 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 Talking about a child, like a yeah. baby, yeah. but she still is like, yeah, this is my little yeah. brown baby. It's just like mm. my grandma used to call me a little twerpy doll. Which was like a, that doesn't sound cute. Well, no, no. Like, like a twerpy doll was like a it was like a little baby doll that you won at like the fair for like you know throwing throwing a ball at some bottles and knocking it down. It wasn't a black thing. <laughs> just a shitty prize that you would get from a yeah, state fair. You know, it's just you like a that. shitty prize that you would yeah. get. It like from, I love you as much a, as this doll that <laughs> came from this booth from a carnival barker that I got from a meth addict. Mm-hmm. Well, my I used to have like uh, long curly hair. I had kind of very similar hair, but like long spiral curls. Yeah. So, like as a little kid, I was I probably did look like a you know. Little carnival doll. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like people they say weird things to kids anyway. You know, we, we put weird nicknames on kids. Monkey. <laughs> Who would you call that? I want to call anybody. Oh. I, I mean, I grew up in the north, my, my guy. Yeah. Like, Was well, that a nickname that you heard? Yeah, like Monkey Pox. <laughs> I was like, in. Like, it was Tupac and Monkey mixed together. Uh, I was in such a white neighborhood that I actually got bullied for having full lips, which mm. now people will pay thousands of dollars for. For your lips. But I got bullied a lot from it. Yeah. Mm. They're like, you know, you're not just white. I got the big what lips, else? too. Yeah. Like, like they would make fun of me for having big lips, too. And then now we're at the top of the food chain. All from these. Yeah, so that's... the. 
Did you yes, go? yes. Now, have you done it's a really have you done a twenty three and Me? Because I feel like your yeah. family's just like a bunch of liars. So yeah, yeah. yeah what, no, if, I, what know, if it turned out there was none of yeah. that? So it was, was all just white. So it's a weird thing. Um, Mexican doesn't pull up as a ethnicity. It just like it's not in my chart. It's just kind of other. What? And then it will say that the Mexican is Native American, which I feel like is is actually politically correct. They were native to Americas before the English mm. or whatever fucking did their terrible shit. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really pull up that I'm Mexican. I feel like it's still kind of stigmatized. Mm. Like Wait. even when you like sign up your race on any kind of like standard like test or driver license or any kind of thing for the state health insurance, Hispanic is its own separate checklist. So mm. it feels kind of weird. It feels like you're alienated. Mm. And then like all these other races are just like, oh, you could be this. But are you Mexican? Are you Hispanic? And then mm. it, it, it's kind of a weird thing. Yeah, it's interesting. I never check the boxes anymore. Like I, I always I prefer not to say. Yeah. Because like who's using this information? Right. Census. <laughs> if I was wanting to like <laughs> get like a like a credit card or like apply for like a an apartment, I will just say that I'm white. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, do, I just feel help? like it helps. Yeah. Here, the only way I, I mean, I got passed for my current place. Like we filled out the application, and it's supposed to be like a forty-eight hour like thing that they go through. Within two hours, they approved us, and I think it was just because we were. You know, a lot of people that had applied to the place were of different uh, ethnicities and people of color. Yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta watch out for those others, though. So, do you think it was, do you consider do you feel like do you think yourself is like I'm Mexican? Uh, yes and no. I was raised really white. I mean, apparently my white mom didn't want to teach me Spanish, which was really shitty of her. I, yeah, I'd like to say that I'm. As what my uh, white boyfriends like to call me, spicy. Oh, yeah, that's oh, a that's geez. a very common thing where I like open up and I'm like, yeah, I'm Hispanic. They're like, oh, you're yeah. spicy. Just because you're burning their shoes in a pile doesn't make you spicy. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, it's it's kind of nice because like a lot of what, people. What? No, 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 no. I get to see a lot of true colors because people, a lot of white people see me as only white Mm. and it's only unless people of different ethnicities, they'll see me and they're like, Oh, you seem like you might be mixed with something. I don't know what it is, but you're mixed with something. But white people think that I'm just white and they'll just open the door of all these bad things that they say. And I just let them say it. Mm. And then afterwards I'm like, so, you know, you are a piece of shit and I am hispanic right yeah or like i just like slide it in that i'm mexican secret minority you you see the gears turning and then they just are like oh fuck i can't dig my way out of this as as a it's like it is a white privilege that i have that i sure people are openly racist to me thinking that i will accept it and i don't yeah as an undercover mexican how many white people (laughs) have have you you caught have you busted oh all the time is it, is it a lot more than we think? Yeah. A lot of people are fake yeah. out there? Oh, okay. I do want to say, sad. the first time you were on Harder Brunch, when I did make you nachos, now I feel, like, bad for that. I feel like <laughs> it was stereotyping you. Uh, were you? No. <laughs> I was just kidding. 
All There's right. a lot of things on the table right now. Can you hit seven bomb buttons in a row for that one, please? No, man. Uh, I once went on a date with a guy that was very openly racist, and I'm just like trying to finish my meal. I don't want to see him again, and I just noticed him. We're at a Chinese buffet, so there's like all these different people that are coming in, and he's like making remarks and everything. At the end of it, I was like, I'm just going to let you know I am Hispanic. And he goes, you don't look it. Yeah. Is that like, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're okay, Mel. Yeah, you don't yeah. look it. Yeah. That's you're fine. wild to me. Yeah. I've dated white girls like that too. And like, I look black. Like, <laughs> from my skin color hey, alone. No, not in my book. I've never even thought yeah. of you as black. I've had girls yeah. just be like, oh, like, like, like instantly, like, hey, like, my mom's gonna be so happy I'm dating a black guy that we've always wanted to mix babies. And like, that is like the, like, Think that in the back of your head. Don't bring that up on the first date. Yeah, it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah what date that. is that a good one you, to bring up on? Well, I don't know, but like, like, are you dating me for my jizz? Yeah, are you is. asking me? <laughs> you, Zach. you, Zach. No, it's, it's, I mean, full, I, it's full circle. Yeah, I'd like to get a pint or something. I wanted to bring it. It's like your DNA. It's yeah. like reverse uh, eugenics. You mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, go ahead, Zach. I don't know. It just pulled my mind in so many directions at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's like what I try to do. To this is, a, I feel really bad about this episode because <laughs> this is an after brunch episode. Yeah. On the Harder Brunch. It's a really good after brunch episode. This is a really good after brunch. This is a good Harder Brunch episode, yeah. but like there's so many people that like might see this and be like, is this Harder Brunch? Yeah. And it's it's not. <laughs> like this is after brunch. <laughs> you guys get two. You get an after brunch for fee, free. I, I will say this as like I, I I think there's something in common of like uh, Thad being a black dude that was raised in like a white town. Me being mixed, raised in the city. You being secretly Mexican. Undercover. Like like, yeah. like people will really um, say a lot of like cause they up. say a lot of stuff to me. So I can't imagine. How much more? And like they say a lot of stuff to you. I don't know how I get it. Like, yeah. like, like wait, but I think they're just being mean at that point. No, but <laughs> like, the, the, there's always the, yeah, and it, but it's always the thing of just like, ah, oh, not you. Like you're fine. You're, you're yeah. a good. That is, you're a good. In Columbia City, I, I'll name the town. In Columbia City, I heard that so much. Like you're a good black. You're a good black. Zaddy's mean. I'm not serious. Those other niggers. They don't know how to say it. They like those other niggers. And like like they like the pants and all that. They yeah. go. Hard. They like pants. They just comment on the style. I'm oh. like, it's like, what are we doing here? Um, you think it's what, your pants style that what are differentiates we, you? What are we doing here, Matt? <laughs> yeah, I named them by name. Yeah. We don't normally drop the N-word on the uh, the harder brunch. We save them <laughs> afterwards, so I like that. But it was also good you like mispronounced it, so I, I don't know if the, the YouTube algorithm will pick it up or not. Yeah, I've been saying naggers <laughs> <laughs> instead. Just... <laughs> Just so I could, like, yeah, I don't want to get blocked. Celebrity gym neighbors. <laughs> I would love for a white, like, person to have the last name Nigger. Like Ralph Nigger. No, there's a Chappelle. There's a, a famous Chappelle, Chappelle skit about that. Yeah. Wait, wait, time out. It was the pilot episode of Chappelle's show. No, stop. The Nigger yeah. family. Okay, well. Yeah, it was... It was. I mean, great minds think alike. I said, "Yeah, thank you." And yeah. I, I said, "Nagers." Yes. 
Okay, I'm done. What's the spelling difference? Yeah. Is it the same e, spelling? Just it different? Be, it, it's, a, it's N-I-G-G-E-R and then um, an asterisk. <laughs> Over the what? Just after. <laughs> just after? Just next to it. Just kissing yeah. cousins. <laughs> and it's pronounced daggers. Oh, my God. Wow. We haven't even come close to a to an appropriate episode. <laughs> I do. Um, I, I, I no. Hold on. I want to. I want to write the ship here, Beth, because I want you to. I want you to get the full context of what's going on here. So, uh, Thad did a speech at Creative Mornings this week, where like people got up and, and filed into an auditorium at eight o'clock in the morning. To hear that give a professional grown-up speech about creativity. And these, these these are people of all different walks, like artists and scientists, all these different people. Did, and, they, and then Thad did, uh, he did some stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. followed by his life story. Mm-hmm. And then ended it with like a perfect kind of uh, podcast plug. And he told me he was going to do this, but I forgot. So when I woke up the, that morning... At like nine o'clock, I was like, "Why do we have so many followers on Instagram for Heart of Brunch?" And I was like, "Oh, he gave he gave the speech." So there's, I can only imagine like fifty people that their first episode of, lis- of listening to Heart of Brunch is going to be like, "Man, the guy from the speech talks about jizz and racism a lot." <laughs> Let's get creative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I'd like to pull this in. Hi. <laughs> I'm Thaddeus J. McKee. The J stands love. for jizz. Thaddeus <laughs> Jizz McKee. Hi, I'm Thaddeus Jizz McKee. Um, a lot of things that you guys might have heard today might have been offensive, might have made you feel uncomfortable, but isn't that art? And cut. <laughs> and just cut it. Cut it right there. It's cut and wrap, Zach. Cut and wrap. <laughs> um, Zach, how, how do you feel about this episode? Oh no! This is this is a good one. <laughs> this is a real good one. Yeah, th- this is one of the good ones. <laughs> would you would you would you say that like you don't typically like the episodes, but this one's one of the good ones. This one. <laughs> That's what the title is. That's what the title is. This one's one of the good ones. That is perfect. It encapsulates cap- everything. You know, there's episodes and then there's episodes. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Not, not you, Beth. Not you, Beth. You're, you're one of the good episodes. I love that. Now there's black episodes, and then there's black episodes. Oh, that's really funny. Uh, I do want to say this. I'm very excited that uh, Red Flag Comedy, we're going to be putting on a show coming up on the 13th uh, with Melanie Hearn. You remember how hilarious Melanie Hearn was from Detroit? Can I just say how much I love Melanie Hearn? Yeah. Speak I love, on it. Love, love, love. Melanie Hearn. She's one of the funniest people I've seen in Michigan. That sounded like it was a diss, but like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like in Michigan in this house party, and there's this girl, like, there's lady out here just like chilling, and like she's like being very nice, and then she gets up on stage and lights that whole basement on fire, and I was like, I have to know this person, and then I found out, oh, she goes to the comedy store regularly, like she's like a really good freaking comedian and like yeah. she was just super nice too and so i went back to michigan with dwight simmons and saw her again it was a pleasure so i can't wait for her to be back to indianapolis yeah it's it's always crazy when you're just sitting next to somebody and they're just like chilling and then they go on stage and just like 
murder, murder top to bottom and you're just like oh my god like i was almost like why, why are you standing next to me like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why are you so nice to me you should have told me how good you were yeah i think i stood in front of her and like and like yeah she was just like oh like let me stand from i was like oh was i saying was like no you're fine like and then she murders I'm like oh shoot like what did i just do yeah so the next uh red flag comedy show i'm giving away two free tickets right now right now two free tickets uh to this amazing show all you have to do is uh, drop something in the comments this week and just say, I want them tickets. We're going to, that's all you have to do. You listen to this, go into our uh, Heart of Brunch Instagram. I want them tickets. You get two free tickets to Red Flag Comedy. Bonus points if you can find a song about jizz. <laughs> yeah. If you make a jizz reference in the Tag song. Tag us in the comments. <laughs> uh, final thoughts, Zach. Um, favorite song about jizz from the t- mid 2000s? I think mean, they're all so good. <laughs> it's uh, like you're making me pick one of my children. Yeah. <laughs> I know there was one about, it was like a, f- a female artist that was talking about her secret beauty treatment. Oh. And, oh. And, and she was talking about using ejaculate in her skin regiment. In the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember what it was? God, I don't. I don't mm. remember. In her skincare? Yeah. It was something about my, like my secret beauty treatment or something. That seems like it was ghost written by a man. Yeah, he was like, "No, no, well, that no, was, no it's it's cool. That it's was Cleopatra's thing, apparently." Cleopatra, <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. She would. I don't know if she would like have it laying around or <laughs> you know just pools, just pools of it. <laughs> but yeah, huh. all right, there you go. Yeah, I like when many, from the wait, wait, wait a second. How many? Do you think it takes to make a bukkake minimum? How many people? That's a good question. On air. Four? Four people jizzing Four people. on one person? Four people doing the jizzing. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I... Yeah, it's at least be three, right? Yeah, I feel that's like four three's people total. Right. Yeah. Dyke says it has to at like least be Like, four's a party. Yeah. Four's a party. Yeah. But three's a crowd, four's a party. Yeah. This crowd is so boring. <laughs> we need to add another one. Uh, Yeah. Well, what did it say on the internet? It said either three, two, well, two, even, eight. Even Urban Dictionary had two definitions. One, yeah. it said at least three, like, ejaculators. Yeah. And then the other one said a party typically of eight or more. That, eight? That, it was yeah. very, Damn. very much make, two different I things. mean, yeah, that makes more sense. Dex says that's the only proper way. From the Do one, they all have to come at the same time? No, 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 no. It's a time-lapse thing. It's like, usually it's an all-day. It's like bring a lunch. It's an all-day thing. Oh. Can you it's imagine me. eating a sack lunch with that going on, <laughs> on the other side? Hey, guys, I'm out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Wait, come on. Yeah, Wait, that's, <laughs> that's that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, that like deserves has like a RVs. boo and applause. You look like you're gonna throw up over there. Well, so did she. <laughs> it's a lot these are my type of parties. Here's the thing: how do you know it's an all day thing? I mean, that's how long it takes. You know, like they're so they're, you've been a part of it. I mean, I just. For my research, that's what I've seen. Like, what did you research to even get like the production time on that? <laughs> like, how deep are you in this? He's reading a book. Yeah, yeah. That has it, a secret life. It'll, it'll all be in my book. Go ahead and drop a beat for me, Zach. 
Um, you can't open this book. <laughs> the pages are stuck together. Uh, <laughs> if this was your first heart of brunch, I apologize. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back with a real interview uh, next week. Uh, but we were just having fun. Here's what happens. Here's the problem. Here's what happens. <laughs> this is shitty thing to say at the end of the episode. Here's what happens when four friends get together. Um, we just talk about jizz for for an hour and racism, uh, and racism, jizz yeah. and racism. Um, Beth Francis, racism. <laughs> Beth, we're ending racism with jizz here. Yeah, Beth, little bean Francis. Where can people find you and follow you on social media? Uh, uh, my Instagram is i bethamphetamine. Thanks. Yeah, Zach Rohn. Uh, I'm at Zach underscore Rome. Daddy's Jake. Oh, I'm not. I'm not plugging my stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm plugging this? Daddy's Jizz McKee. Yeah. My OnlyFans is... <laughs> okay. Hey, I'll be at uh, the dog show um, October 6th. Ooh, I'll be whoop. at the Can Can again uh, October 5th. Um, really, if you like supporting uh, dogs and helping getting better incinerators for dog <laughs> pounds, please come out to the dog show. Um, if you really care about dogs and you want to see them get burned quickly. <laughs> if you don't come, dogs will die. Well, dogs are, they're going to die no matter what. Um, again, More this, dogs will die. This is food and other cultures that we are raising money for. Um, things are going pretty good in America. Um, right now in America, we have problems with gluttony, um, <laughs> overeating. We have actually programs to lose weight because people eat so much. Um, in other countries, that's not necessarily a thing. But come out and support dogs. We need to help them out. I don't stand by anything he just said. <laughs> uh, I did not lie. Uh, Burns Nation, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you. We love you. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye.